This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA Media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. 28 January in the year of our Lord, 2023. It's a Saturday. 80 years ago today, the bloodletting in the bloodlands had reached epic proportions. In fact, proportions never seen before or since in human history. And this is where the United States uh, regime, this regime, the Biden regime, is putting everything on the line uh, in eastern Ukraine. The only person that can stop this is Donald J. Trump. And I think you're going to hear today at the speech in New Hampshire his thoughts on Ukraine uh, and how you actually get to the peace table and how we have this thing wound down and get, uh, a, you know, only a deal maker and a peacemaker like Donald J. Trump can do this. Ben Burkholm, what did we just see? Because I think a very important part of President Trump's speech today is to reorient the nation to what's important the invasion of the southern border, and what you and Oscar, Blue Ramirez, A Real America's Voice, uh, Michael Yan, Chuck Holton, the whole team down there have done has just been historic. No, I don't think any group of journalists have ever taken the journey you guys have. Uh, and I believe today that President Trump is going to actually focus the American people on the importance, and particularly the importance of engaging a true enemy that's at the gate, okay? And that's not the Russians, the enemy at the gate is the Mexican drug cartels. Ben Burkwam. Yeah, what you just saw were uh, were groups of, as you heard, uh, a, a child, that, uh, an infant, a nursing infant that had been in the jungle for 10 days because of the policies coming out of Washington, D.C. There's no question about it. The cartels need to be labeled terrorist organizations. They need to be bombed and taken out like terrorist organizations are. Uh, we do in the Middle East. But the, we have the enemies at the gate in Mexico, but we have the enemies within in the United States. The Democrats are controlled by the cartels. They are owned by the cartels, and not just the cartels in Mexico, the transnational syndicates out of China that are pushing fentanyl into America. These guys are owned by them. The reason they're not stopping this illegal invasion on our southern border is because they want the illegal invasion on our southern border to destabilize America. And, and the sad reality is as they're doing all of this, they're destroying the lives of the people that are going through these places, but they're also destroying the lives of the people that live in these places. We're just we're touching the tip of the iceberg, Steve, on what we're going to be revealing over the next days and weeks on just how sinister this attack on America and the world is. And it all ties back to the, the, the New World Order, the, the uh, uh, new, you know, the, the global reset, the Klaus Schwab's, everything that we saw in Davos last week. It's all tied together. President Trump, the reason they, they, they stole it in 2020 and the reason they stole Kerry Lake in 2022 is because they know these are people that put America first and are going to fight to defeat these enemies. That's why this is so important in New Hampshire today. That's why I'm going to be with Kerry Lake tomorrow in Arizona. We're flying back up tonight. Uh, it is that important. It's life or death of this nation, and every single person has to get involved. Ben, you bring up a very important point, and we're going to put up the Kerry Lake, uh, where you go to get to the Kerry Lake rally tomorrow. We're going to be covering that on, uh, on Getter. Uh, and be doing a live stream of it. Uh, ben, you make a point, and I say that for people that really followed the Arizona campaign, and Kerry Lake has has um, election integrity or election crimes, however you want to call it, getting the elections right, as a very high priority. But only the mainstream and liberal media were hammering her that on the every day. If you were following, if you, co if you followed her every day, the number one topic, was that the very second she took her hand off the Bible as governor, she was going to declare an invasion of Arizona and put the Biden administration on notice. And she, as governor, were going to bring in the National Guard, the, 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 the state uh, Army Reserve, everything, everything at her power to go down to the border and to shut down the border, and particularly to shut down the cartels, 
The cartels are anti-Kerry Lake. And remember, the cartels are laundering money through Arizona and Arizona real estate like crazy. Uh, ben Burkwam, yeah. to Mars Rally, it's, 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 it's ironic it's right after Trump's. How big a deal was Kerry Lake's throwdown on the cartels and her campaign, sir? That was huge. She not only was going to go after them, declare the invasion on day one, she was going to label them terrorist organizations, which they absolutely are. And that's why they put all of their money behind Katie Hobbs and the Democrats in this race. And that's why they put all of their effort to steal the election. It was so blatant in our face. Uh, it, it, it's, it's not even worth discussing. It was stolen. The Democrats, and, and really, you don't even have to say the Democrats, the cartels stole the 2022 election from Kerry Lake. Uh, the key is we have to get it back. And if we don't fix this, if we don't fix 2020 and 2022, this country is dead. It's dead. I mean, this is what we're up against right now. If we don't have secure elections and the cartels control it, it doesn't matter what Democrat string uh, figurehead that you put in there, what puppet you put in there. They, they're doing the biddings of China and the cartels. They have to be taken out of office. They have to be removed from office. They need to be prosecuted for aiding and abetting our enemies. But no, no question about it. The cartels were behind much of what we saw in the November election in 2022 in Arizona. They wanted uh, the Democrats in there because the Democrats do their bidding. Uh, for the audience, the reason I, I wanted to start, and we started with the what happened 80 years ago in, in the opening segment in, um, in Ukraine, I, I wanted to compare and contrast um, issues of scale, the, the, the scale of the war in the Eastern Front uh, in Operation Barbarossa in the Bloodlands, and then compare it to what's going to happen in the Ukraine as we, as we put in combat troops, as we put in tanks, we go to maneuver warfare, combined arms warfare, driven, people have to understand this, driven by the Biden regime. And I want to compare that to what Ben Berkwam and Oscar Blue have seen over the last couple of days. Ben, number one, you're the only journalist I know that have gone the whole way through the, the Daring Gap. I, I want to make sure people understand something from your, your own observations. The level of difficulty and brutality of the families that have to come up through, the, particularly the women and children, but also the sophistication of this network in the scale of it, of people all over the world. Yeah. You're seeing literally a United Nations of people coming. So tell us about the difficulty and then also tell us about the sophistication of the supply chain here uh, to actually – this is an underground railroad uh, globally. And it's, it's yeah. a scale – it's the scale on the invasion of our nation – of the same scale that happened in the in the, in the war in the eastern uh, in Ukraine back 80 years ago, these scales are uh, are identical as far as what they are, and this is what people have to understand. This is just not a random person or two saying, "Hey, I'm leaving political persecution. Maybe I'll try to make it to America." This is fundamentally different. Ben Burkwam. Yeah, it's a recolonization of the world is what we're seeing right now. It's it's uh, redistribution of wealth. It's reparations. Uh, it's all of these things lumped into one. And I want to clarify, there have been a couple other networks that have gone through. But the difference between what Blue and I did, Oscar Blue and I did, is we went with Centerfront, the Border Patrol of Panama, legally. These guys, these leftist organizations, New York Times uh, and, and a couple other ones, paid off the cartels and were smuggled with the cartels across the border and that's the big difference. We're, we're trying to shut down the cartels. These guys are in bed with the cartels. And the sad thing is what they focus, if you look at the reporting that's come out from the left on this, they're blaming climate change and COVID. They're ignoring the fact that, for one, it was their COVID policies that are destroying many of these countries. But the biggest issues, the biggest root causes of these, the problems that we're seeing now are socialism, communism, and corruption in these countries, which are all supported by the Democrats. All of the things that we see that are driving this are supported by the Democrats. It is, it's the most brutal thing I've ever done. And it was a, a three and a half day journey. I'm a tough, fit guy. And it was an incredibly br brutal event. I can't imagine. I mean, it, it, it makes you want to cry when you see those children coming across. There's a guy with young kids. It, it's just it's heartbreaking. And it's all being driven by the left, by the globalist elites to not just undermine America, but there's this whole shift of power that's going on. Uh, it's a new control. Every single place they go, what we're seeing is there's a new industry that's being created. And it's it's human migration. It's human. Uh, it's really human slavery that's being uh, driven, but through that, they're they're controlling people because each one of these communities are going through. They're destroying environmentally, 
but they're also pumping money into at the same time. So now these places are all becoming dependent on the same, the very people that are going to kill them in the end. It's, it's, it's so sinister, Steve. It's so evil. Uh, and it's massive. It's a global, it's on a global scale. It's global. Uh, uh, travel agency is a small word to say, but it is all coordinated globally through the cartels, through transnational syndicates, uh, and through the Democrats, the globalists, the leftists that are trying to destroy not just America, but if America falls, the world falls. It's all connected. I want to make sure people also understand something very fundamental of this, that the, what I call the American Lao Bajing, the, the little guy, because Lao Bajing in, in Mandarin means old hundred names, and that's basically there's a hundred with surnames in, in, in manner, roughly. So they have this term called Lao Bajing, which means the little guy, the guy that, that, uh, that, that you know, plays by the rules, you know, raises his family, just wants to be left alone. The Lao Bajing, one of the, the greatest tragedies of this, Ben, is as you and Oscar see, the people that play by the rules, the people are just trying to sit yeah. there and scrape out a living and raise their families yeah. and, and raise them upright and provide for them and have themselves provide for them, not have to rely on a government, not have to rely on an NGO. Because remember, these NGOs want to make everybody dependent. The, the little guy That's out right. there in Central America and in Mexico – these are the ones they're trying to destroy, and that's what this superhighway does. Because look at what happens in the villages where they come through. Look, yep. look I want you to walk through yep. about how it, it, it's just like in America. It's just like on the southern border. It's just like in the interior of the country. It's the, it's the little guy that plays by the rules that is destroyed by these forces. Ben Burkwam. Yeah, there's a few things that are happening right now, and it's really interesting to watch it happen. So, and and and, and sad at the same time is these communities. Uh, there, there's several indigenous tribes that that run the that control the Darien Gap. It's their indigenous homeland. Uh, you have the Guna Yala uh, Indians on where we started on the uh, east coast of Panama, and then once we cross over the continental divide and and start making our way down into the central Panama, uh, it's the Embara and the Wunan indigenous people and we we've been watching these people we've been tracking them and when it first started happening they all said what's going on here we don't want this happening they're trashing our villages uh it's it's terrible and now what we're seeing is in these communities they're basically now making tons of money catering to the illegals that are coming through they came in they said well if these people are going to come through we're going to make money on it and then as that spigot turns off or it changes what you see is now you have the un the united nations all of these ngos that are controlling the flow through the cartels of where these people are going, now they have control of these indigenous communities who have shifted their entire economic foundation. They were farmers. They were, you know, raising plantains, raising avocados. They were shipping those out to the world. They've, they've shifted away from that. They were fishermen when they're on the coast. And now they are, their primary economic drivers are illegal immigration. And what, what that's done is made them incredibly dependent on the United Nations, on the NGOs, on the people that are and the cartels that are controlling this. And at the same time, they're being wiped out by disease. And it's so, it, it's, it's so historic. I mean, you look at, as you're mentioning, you look back to the, to the First World War, but look back to the Spanish conquest of, of Central and South America. It's very similar to that. We're wiping out villages with malaria. We have villages of, of 400 people that are getting 20 cases of malaria a day. They're having to, to uh, medevac people out because they're dying. This is all happening. It's all, it's, it's all happening at the same time. And nobody's even touching on it. We're destroying these communities. We're destroying the environment that they live in. We're, and, and we're all sitting there. These virtue signaling demons are sitting there saying, yeah. oh, we care about the environment. We care about the indigenous people. And it's the exact people that they are screwing. They are destroying them. They have their okay. thumb on them. And again, it's all about control, power, and money. Okay, Ben, hang on. The global reach of Real America's Voice, our uh, distribution partner in the war room. We're going to take a short break. we got Ben Burkwam live at the Darien Gap. We're going to come back. The Heather Mullins is in New Hampshire outside of the, uh, the convention center where um, President Trump is going to give this uh, kickoff speech today. We're going to take a short break. Ben Burkwam, Heather Mullins, all next in the war room. Over. Cause we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're 
my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because EnviroCleanse, advanced mineral technology, goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor, plus fast, free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. Okay, mypillow.com promo code warroom. Uh, go there today. Check it out. Sheets as low as twenty nine ninety nine, but we got sales across the board. Promo code warroom at mypillow.com. Go check it out right now. Let's go to New Hampshire. Real America's Voice, Heather Mullins. Heather, put us in the room, ma'am. Thanks, Steve. You know, we're here in New Hampshire. We're at their annual GOP meeting. And Steve, this meeting that's taking place right now is probably just as important as our presidential race, right? All of the grassroots efforts are what is going to propel the movement to take back our country from this Marxist agenda that is creeping in just about every single level, whether it's local, state, and federal. And President Trump himself, who's the keynote speaker here at this event today and is going to be taking the stage behind me uh, in about an hour, he's been pushing that agenda, right, that, t that you need to take back your local GOPs. And already today, we've heard some nominations for new chairs for the party, new vice chairs for the party. Each took the stage. They had a couple of minutes to really, you know, push their idea for how they're going to run this party moving forward. Now, this is a huge decision on in every state because whoever's leading your GOP is going to be the basically be in control of, of how you get ballot access of what candidates they back. So it's super important that these local races and local leadership positions that we put in the people that are going to actually stand behind the America First agenda. So um, Chris Ager, he's a good friend of mine. I'm hoping he wins because he laid out a really great framework of how he's going to handle the GOP moving forward. He had a two, four, and six-year plan. Right? These are ideas similar to what President Trump has laid out for his presidential run. You know, he's, he's pushed forward things like the Parental Bill of Rights, the Digital Bill of Rights. People that run for office but don't have a plan have no business getting your vote, even on the local level. So um, this is going to be big. We know that here in New Hampshire, I covered the Wyndham election audits. So part of that, right, part of getting justice for what goes on in your election, whether it's election fraud or election irregularities, we need local GOP that fundraise and use that money to, you know, push lawsuits and take it before courts to get answers for these kinds of things. So if you don't believe your elections are free and fair, the best way that you can take them back and regain control over them is to fight at the very local level, not at the presidential level. If we elect a strong president, but he has a weak base in terms of local GOP leadership, then it's not going to make a difference. We need to be strong from the bottom up. Heather, just hang on for there right uh, one minute. I'm going to come back to you. I want to talk about the Sununu situation because Sununus have been known to control the Republican establishment in the state, in the GOP, and you got this grassroots, the Caroline Levitts, and obviously President Trump's movement. Just give me one second. I've got to go to Ben Burkwam because he's got to leave for the airport. Uh, we're going to come back to Heather Mullins in New Hampshire in a moment. Uh, ben, I know you got to bounce. Talk to me about you're flying into the Kerry Lake uh, rally. We're going to cover tomorrow. Uh, give me your assessment of, of, of Kerry Lake, Arizona, 
how it ties into President Trump's campaign, but particularly her fight to make sure that she's rightfully uh, put in office as governor of uh, Arizona, sir? Well, the, the fight is continuing. Carrie Lake is fighting this. Is, I believe it will ultimately go to the Supreme Court, and, and there's no question about it. If they actually have the courage to do what's right in front of them, the evidence is there. That election needs to be thrown out. A new election needs to be had. And I believe if that's done and it's done fairly, Carrie Lake is the governor of Arizona. She did win if, if you take out the, the, the false ballots. And that's, I think, going to be the focus. But it's also going to be the focus on, on what needs to happen, as, as Heather just mentioned, uh, all of these states, the state control, the the the, the uh, state power is so critical in this battle. It's you know that's why we have a, a separation of of powers in our federal branches, but it's also why we have a separation of uh, of federalism uh, and state power. We have to get back to a place where the the people have the power. It's it really comes down to we the people. And so what's happening in Arizona, as Arizona, so goes Arizona, so goes the nation. All of these things are connected. So it's tied right into New Hampshire. It's tied right into what we're going to see in 2024. And if we don't get these things right now, it's over. But it's also really key, Steve, uh, you are just important. Real America's voice is just as important. We have to get this message out there because the fake news media, they are just as, as culpable in these crimes as as the left, as the cartels, as the, the CCP, they're all tied together in this. And that's why our voice, your voice, this network, that's why they're coming after you. That's why they're coming after us. It's because they know we have the power to change this. And the people, the posse, uh, we the people have the power to take this nation back. It's, it's, it's critically important. You talk about the states and you see what's happening in places like Montana. You see, obviously, with Governor DeSantis in Florida, you see people taking charge or turning things around. This fight's the same fight everywhere. It is the establishment yeah. in, in Arizona. The Republican establishment in Arizona hates Kerry Lake more, than, I think, than yep. even the radical Democrats. In New Hampshire, the Sununu, we're going to go back yep. to Heather. That fight she's talking about, the grassroots, is the Sununu machine that controls the state versus the grassroots. You saw this in Dana Point, right? The grassroots, right, with Mike Lindell and Harmeet uh, versus yep. uh, the Republican it's establishment. The same everywhere. You you see this everywhere in South in, in South Dakota. You in, in uh, it, it it actually gets worse in the bigger the support for President Trump is by the establishment wanting to hold on to the apparatus. I don't care if you're in South Dakota. Uh, you go you look in Texas. You look at uh, these uh, even with DeSantis is fighting down in in Florida. You, and look at Georgia. The the establishment is want, is going to fight a rearguard action to hold on to their power. And that's why the rally for Kerry Lake is so important. That's what's happened with President Trump. And I think President Trump, you're going to see some swagger today come out here. Closing thoughts, Ben, on your trip before you punch out and come back to the U.S. to go to Arizona in the rally, sir. Well, stay tuned to the War Room. Stay tuned to all the shows on Real America's Voice News. As I mentioned, we're just touching the tip of the iceberg on the footage we got here. We're laying out the case. We're exposing the left, and we're going to be releasing that over the next days and weeks as we continue to move forward. Uh, but you're right. It's I, I blame the Republican establishment. We have to fight them. I would even say more so than the Democrats. The Democrats stab us in the front. The, the rhino establishment, Republicans stab us in the back. You have to be very mindful of that. That's the battle we are up against. We have to take control on every level. And it all ties back to exposing the truth, exposing these people for what they are. And that's why we do what we do. So it's an honor to be a part of it. What, what's, your, what's your social media, Ben, so people can follow you, particularly in the lead up to the rally tomorrow? At uh, Ben Burkwam on all my social media, FrontlineAmerica.com. We have some new articles that just came out there. And uh, AmericasVoice.News if you want the best news uh, on the planet today when it comes to saving America, AmericasVoice.News. And then, again, my social, at Ben Burkwam. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate it. Great trip. Um, you know, thank you for all the prayers to make sure that Ben and Oscar and everybody get, got back in one piece. Let's go. I want to go back to Heather Mullen. I know she's got to go inside. Uh, Heather, um, do I have Heather? Heather, talk to me about talk to me about uh, the Sununu control of the of the party in New Hampshire versus this grassroots revolt up there, ma'am. You know, Steve, it's so incredibly important. I can't stress this enough to the people watching. Find out when your local GOP meets and go get involved, right? Because the way we implement real change in our country is by showing up to those meetings. When you show up to your local county GOP, like all of all the people in this room, they're elected officials in representing the GOP in their counties. They all come here as a state 
and they elect state leadership. And then state leadership elects people to go to California and elect national leadership. So really, the way we implement change is truly done on a grassroots level. It's each and every one of us getting involved and showing up and making a vote where it counts. Uh, Heather, uh, you hang on. We're going to come back to you. Heather Mullins, thank you very much. Heather Mullins is actually in the room there where President Trump's going to speak. We'll let her get organized for the speech itself. We're going to come back to her. Happening right now, even as we speak in Arizona, there may, and this is why uh, Dan Schultz's and Steve Stern's the precinct strategy is, is so important. And this is why you've got to get engaged. You've got to get engaged at the precinct level. They're actually having the vote, I think, starting at uh, in a, at 8 o'clock, um, at 8 o'clock, um, um, Arizona time. They're going to start today to actually do the vote for you know for the the people that replaced Kelly Ward and the entire entire team there in Arizona. So I think that goes on this morning. You're seeing it in Arizona right now, and excuse me, in New Hampshire, in New Hampshire, uh, Sununu, the governor, and remember the Sununu family has run uh, the control the apparatus of uh, of New Hampshire for a while. It was uh, Sununu's father as chief of staff for Bush 41 that visited upon the United States, uh, David Souter, who was a Supreme Court justice in, in, in the state of New Hampshire, not a federal, not even a federal judge. The disaster that Souter was, was brought to you by the rhinos that control uh, the, the Republican establishment that controls New Hampshire. And hey, note to self, they are viciously anti-Trump, right? Uh, Sununu comes on now. He's trying to get a national profile. As governor, he and Kemp, you're going to see a lot of these what I call favorite sons start to pop up. He, he, he is actually looking right now, since New Hampshire is the first primary, he's looking right now strongly at running himself as a favorite son out of New Hampshire. And he is going after President Trump, you know, hammer and tong. And so um, today, a very important speech. The first primary will be New Hampshire. Uh, the second primary will be uh, South Carolina. They both follow the caucuses. Uh, in Iowa, I don't. Th- I think the Democrats have totally changed up their routine. I think they're starting in South Carolina now, uh, in Nevada. I think they're going to uh, basically avoid uh, Iowa and New Hampshire and change up theirs. But the Republicans right now are going to go more more of the traditional route. President Trump's speech. Uh, I don't think it's going to be long. I think they've cut it down because of the hour he's starting it was going to start. I think originally people were thinking eleven. It's going to start at twelve Eastern Standard Time. I think the speech is going to be 20 or 30 minutes. He's got to get to South Carolina. I think he has an event in South Carolina at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Real America's Voice, we're going to do the coverage of the Trump speech. Uh, he's going to be, it's going to be, my understanding is a heavy policy speech, really focused on policy and really kind of the kickoff uh, of the 2024 uh, presidential primary, and the, really the presidential election of 2024. We're going to take a short commercial break. Uh, we've got Naomi Wolf, a bunch of stuff on the vaccine. We've got Joe Allen. Uh, we've got others. We're going to do the coverage right up to the speech and then do a little post game before turning over to Wayne Allen Root here on a Saturday on Real America's Voice in the War Room. Be back in a moment. Is this seat taken? You work for Pfizer. My question for you is why does Pfizer want to hide from the public the fact that they're mutating the COVID viruses? Is this real life? I'm literally a liar. I was trying to impress a person on a date by lying. And this please, is please, absurd. Please don't touch me. Well, this is not. Why the way? Why don't, are you doing Don't this? tell anybody. Someone who was just working at a company to literally help the public. You f***ed up. You really did. Please read the cost. As soon as possible. It very unsafe. Can you please unlock your door? No. No. Don't let them leave. Please unlock the door. Give them. Why is no, going on here? Stop. Please unlock. Please unlock the door. Please unlock the door. Unlock the door. We're trying to get unlock the door. Unlock the door. Spies are not want the public to know that you guys are doing directed evolution. What is going on here? I guess it was like an interview. I don't know, it's kept freaking me out. I mean, these like flashbacks to that like same organization of like those conservative people who like randomly go into organizations 
and then like befriend people who work in these organizations and then report them, which oh, happened yeah. to people at Pfizer. So it's like freaks me out when people start asking a lot of questions about work. So oh, really? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Well, why would that this company? Because I'm, I just want to know the answer. <laughs> hey there. Is this seat taken? Hi. Um, you work for Pfizer. My question for you is why does Pfizer want to hide from the public the fact that they're mutating the COVID viruses? Is this real life? What is happening here? Why? What is going on here? This is absurd. Why does Pfizer want to hide from the public that they're mutating the COVID virus? Oh my God. You're on video. You're on video. <laughs> mutating the COVID virus. What is going on here? I need to call the police right now. This is not. And I know this is my restaurant. I don't know what's going on either. This is ridiculous. So you're on video. Uh, we're, 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 I'm a journalist. Bro, first of all, okay. I'm literally a liar. Let me have this. This is probably, I think it's got 16 or 17 million downloads right now. The original Pfizer um, undercover operation that was the other day re released by James O'Keefe and the great team at Project Veritas. Make sure you go check that out. That's the follow-up where they confront the guy live. Uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf, is there any truth to the rumor out there that actually Pfizer, this is what Pfizer execu senior executives want to do to you, Naomi Wolf? They want to get into a throwdown <laughs> with you of, of, of all your, of your experts. I'm just saying, I'm just hearing, people are saying, people are saying that that's what want to happen. Any truth to that rumor? That's really funny. I had to, um, I had to actually put on Getter that I am in a, a sling because I broke my uh, shoulder, but it was uh, chasing after a puppy on an uneven sidewalk. So it's my own silly fault. It is not a pharma hit, but we're, we are in deep waters with it, right? We are in deep waters with this um, latest revelation from Project Veritas. And uh, I'd like to speak to it because the, the, the drama of it is pretty overwhelming and it's kind of brilliant investigative journalism, undercover journalism. I hope someday we get to see the smoking hot undercover reporters, both male and female, that Project Veritas seems to be able to deploy to get people after no, two they, drinks they, they, to still they, 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 secret. They've got, they've got, they've got, they've got the honey trap. They got the honey pot down. I want to tie though, the substance of the guy's conversation. Of course, all these things is the male ego bragging and stuff like that, but there's so much substance in everyone, whether it's Facebook, Pfizer. I want to tie that back to the research that you guys have done, the team's done, to really get, to get to the bottom of what's going on here with with Pfizer, ma'am. Yeah, well, it's very important because when I saw that first clip, especially where Jordan Walker is basically confirming um, something so disturbing that, according to him, Pfizer is driving gain-of-function experiments to make viruses more pathogenic or what he rebranded or Pfizer rebranded as directed evolution, as if that makes it okay. Um, in, in a couple of ways, that didn't surprise me. I mean, I know the rest of the world kind of had to go through this process of good God, that's the most evil thing ever. But I was ready and prepared psychologically. Um, it's additional confirmation from the Project Veritas side of what we've confirmed in the Pfizer documents book um, by the War Room Daily Clap volunteers, which is that Pfizer is a genocidal organization that is perfectly comfortable experimenting on human beings in a way that could endanger them or kill them. Um, and, you know, we've, we've proven that. So this is additional verification from a completely different um, uh, source point. But the other thing I also want to say um, is that Early on, Moderna had on its website a, a boast that early on, like the end of 2020, that the vaccines they were uh, preparing, the mRNA vaccines, are superior to traditional vaccines because they were like software that could receive um, additional uploads. And uh, this, this was actually in an investor deck that I found. And they were saying, look, investors, you really should invest in Moderna. Um, rather than, you know, a typical uh, Johnson Johnson type uh, vaccine, because we're going to have to do it over and over and over again. We get to do it over and over again. So that tweet of mine was taken out of context often. And I've learned that when they really direct energy going after someone, you're probably over the target for something. And so the fact that from the very beginning, the business model of this vaccine is 
what we're rolling out, what we discussed last week. Now it has to be every year. Now it has to be for different variants. Now you're never going to be done with it, no matter what happens with COVID. That was baked into this um, business uh, product and the rollout and the conception of it from before there was even a, a COVID um, uh, pandemic, right? Um, that was always part of what was going to be so awesome as a cash cow, in the words of Jordan Walker, about these mRNA vaccines that they, they and I guess the other thing I want to say, and then I want to get to Pfizer's response, which is so shocking, right, but completely aligned with what we're saying here. Um, the early on in, in 2020 and, and into 2021, when I would see the news reporting of, you know, Delta, Omicron, Never before in the history of a disease was there that kind of branding of variants, right? Or even the word variant or, you know, the very flashy language that the New York Times, totally in the tank for Pfizer, used um, through their um, very bought off reporter, Apoorva Mandavili. Uh, she, she called it for a while a, a double variant or double mutant variant, right? I mean, this is language from like 1950s horror films and and never before, not with tuberculosis, not with AIDS and HIV, you know, not with um, certainly manifestations of flu, were the, the variations so branded. Um, and I know enough about marketing, right, and marketing a campaign to know that this was a campaign highly developed, distributed to all these news outlets with talking points and press releases. This is the new variant. Well, obviously, the new variant is going to be a pretext for a new product, right? It's just like fashion, or it's just like you know, the avocado colored accessories in 1970s kitchens. Well, now that's out of fashion. So you need, you know, stainless steel accessories. Now that's out of fashion. You need white accessories. Um, so that's what they're trying to do with this disease and and with these vaccines. And and what's and that's what they're doing. So I guess what's truly terrifying, but not again, not surprising to us at War Room Daily Clout, because we've seen how genocidal systematically this company is, is this um, press release that Pfizer issued a response at eight o'clock on a Friday night, what reporters call a dump right after the news day. Um, it basically acknowledges that this is true. It is a confirmation and there are things in the wording that are so disturbing to me um, because of the reporting I've done about the role of China and other countries that are our enemies in developing these vaccines. And I'm happy to speak to that if you like. Uh, yes, definitely. And, and by the way, I want you also to say, you know, it's one of the major institutions in, in, the, in the world, Pfizer. When you say genocidal um, organization, particularly given your family's history, with the Holocaust, and we just had the 80th uh, anniversary remembrance of it on Friday. Uh, you don't say that lightly. What do you mean when you say one of the most important companies in America, one of the biggest companies in America, one of the biggest companies in the world uh, that sponsors, you know, we could play this Pfizer hit that's got, you know, every news show, MSNBC, New York Times, all of it as sponsored by, brought to you by Pfizer. When you say they're genocidal, that's a pretty big charge, ma'am. Yeah, I say it very conservatively, and I've brought the evidence to this show many, many times, and it's now in one place in the War Room Daily Cloud Pfizer Documents ebook, um, and in the 50 reports by the volunteers. For example, they they killed 61 people. Um, they let them die of stroke, and half of the stroke adverse events were within 48 hours of injection, and they kept going. Um, they killed five people with liver damage. Half of the liver damage events were within 48 hours. And they kept going. Um, they damaged the the uh, reproductive the testes. There's uh, no more polite way to say it of baby boys and little boys in utero, damaging their ability to reproduce even if they're never vaccinated. They proved it within the Pfizer documents, and they kept going. They destroyed the fertility of women. Um, this is fully documented with these 20 different names in the Pfizer documents for ruining women's menstrual health and health in general. Uh, and now, as Igor Chudoff and Dr. Robert Chandler have, have shown in the most recent Pfizer document by Dr. Ro Robert Chandler, there's a 13 to 20 percent drop in live births in um, European countries around the world. And I've also shown I could go on and on and on. They knew that like young adults. Right. I just heard from someone I love yesterday that um, there was another student who died um, 
in in New Jersey. And when I looked online to see more about it, there was a student who died in her sleep in Connecticut, and there was a student who died um, out of nowhere at University of Washington. So our young, healthy adults are dropping dead. Well, Pfizer knew in May, as um, as Dr. Uh, Chris Flowers showed in one of our reports, that in May of 2021, that these injections damaged the hearts of young, healthy minors. And they kept going and the FDA knew and they kept going and they didn't issue a press release till four months later to parents that their kids' hearts could be damaged. Um, and, and now young adults are, are dropping dead around the world from heart damage, from heart attacks. So, you know, what, like, how much more genocidal can you get? Like, this is, it's genocidal because it's intentional, right? It, it's not genocidal in the traditional sense of being aimed at one ethnic group or one nationality. It's genocidal in a whole new way. It seems to be aimed at human beings and humanity's ability to to be healthy and and to reproduce itself. Uh, Naomi, uh, before I want to hold you through the break. Uh, and by the way, uh, for programming, it looks like the Trump speech is going to start later. So we're going to go to the Wayne Allen Root show at the top of the hour and then they'll cut in when uh, President Trump gets there. It looks like they're going to take a break for lunch because I think President Trump is, is running uh, a little late uh, but there'll be updates on Real America's Voice. I'm going to hold Naomi uh, Wolf over. Naomi, real quickly before we go to break here, where do people get this book? Because the book is uh, one of the top uh, books on Amazon uh, throughout the world. Where do people go to get this book that was put together by the War Room Posse? Of course, you're Amy Kelly, uh, Daily Clout, your organization, and these great lawyers. Where do they go? Uh, well, they should look at this video by Project Veritas and then order the book because there are two sides of the same story and they can get the book on Amazon. It's number nine um, for nonfiction Kindle bestsellers, which is a miracle because of course we're blacked out, much like the Project Veritas video is blacked out by legacy media. And uh, they can also go to our website for a PDF, um, dailyclout.io. Uh, and please uh, please do send it to your loved ones because it is life safe. Go ahead. You just hang, you hang on because I get some other questions about what happened the, the, uh, at the FDA uh, and additional questions on this. Naomi Wolf is going to join us after a short commercial break. Once again, uh, we're going to go to at the top of the uh, hour, going to go to the Wayne Allen Root show and then bring you President Trump when they actually get everything sorted in New Hampshire. The big kickoff today of the 2024 presidential campaign in the first primary state, the Granite State, live free or die in New Hampshire today with President Donald J. Trump. Back with Naomi Wolf in a moment. has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, you can get it all on Getter. We're going to be live streaming all weekend. I think we're going to live stream the uh, Carrie Lake, also Real America's Voice. We're going to cover it. We're going to be all over that. That's tomorrow. We're going to toss to Heather Mullins in New Hampshire momentarily. Naomi Wolf, uh, we got about four or five minutes. I want you to take it, but I just got to ask you the question. Are the poor kids at Yale going to be forced to take the vax uh, prior to uh, the 31st of January be kicked out of school, ma'am? Well, we have a really big victory, um, at least anecdotally. And this came to me from Joni McGarry, who formerly of No More Mandates, now a major activist to protect um, young adults in colleges from these mandates. As you guys may recall, I went to Yale um, for a speech because they were going to force these healthy young adults to take this bivalent booster, which was tested on eight mice and which for sure would cause um, fertility damage to some of those young women and heart damage to some of the young men. And we had we were up against a deadline because the, they have to do it by January 31st, which is in just a couple of days, a few days, um, or else they can't come back to school for spring semester, even though the president and the administration and the faculty are not being mandated. So this is heinous, and partly because of our exposure of this situation on this platform, um, the president has heard a lot about this. We uh, broke the story that Yale is getting more from HHS and from pharma, including Pfizer, um, total, than they are from 
from tuition. But the good news is that um, Joni McGarry says that parents are telling her that Yale is now quietly giving religious exemptions without reservation and without hesitation. They're not making that announcement yet, which is so weaselish. But if anyone listening knows any parents or any students at Yale, please tell them, tell the community, get the word out. We've only got three or four days that um, Yale will give you a religious exemption. And, uh, you know, it's a whole shameful, disgusting way of going about things. But at least they are um, giving, they're finding a way to save face, not back down, but not force these kids to take this injection, which will um, have so many serious side effects. In, in, in light of all the research you've got, the book is now climbing uh, the charts. It's one of the top books in the world. Um, and it's really just put together by you and your team in the war room uh, posse. What, what, how do you describe what happened on Thursday and, and at least the government's position of going forward? It's so hard. It's, it's so hard to understand uh, morally, except that, you know, these, the FDA is in the tank and the FDA is also about to be investigated um, sooner or later, right? And, and the advisors are about to be investigated. And so it seems as if they just can't stop um, saying yes to whatever Pfizer and Moderna and the FDA uh, present to the advisory board. Um, but they'll they'll have their day in court. Um, you know, history will catch up with them. Can I use the rest of my time to call attention to some really sure. scary things from the Pfizer uh, press release? Um, sure. Yeah. Sure, so, so you know, twenty million people have seen this guy, uh, Jordan Walker, um, say that uh, Pfizer is driving gain of function research and um, also freaking out when confronted um, by uh, James O'Keefe of Project Veritas. So their response is, in the ongoing development, listen carefully, of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, Pfizer has not conducted gain of function or directed evolution research. So that's carefully worded. They're not saying they don't do it. They're saying in that particular product case, um, development, they're not doing it. However, this is what's so scary. They go on to say, working with collaborators, we have conducted research where the original SARS-CoV-2 virus has been used to express the spike protein from new variants of concern. So that is basically saying, yes, we are indeed driving gain-of-function research. We are indeed experimenting to make um, viruses more lethal. And the word that really scares me is collaborators, because they're not saying American collaborators. Yeah. They're not saying, you know, uh, we're working with Moderna, we're working with the FDA, we're working with the CDC. And, and I've shown so much ownership of this whole rollout of Pfizer-BioNTech by the Chinese Communist Party, that that could be our existential adversaries working at, you know, as they have before, to make a virus more um, lethal. They go on to say, this work is undertaken once a new variant of concern has been identified by public health authorities. So again, they're saying, yes, we do it, but public health authorities identify it first. Which public health authorities? It could be the People's Liberation Army in Wuhan. They're public health authorities, right? right? right. They could be right. saying, look, Pfizer, you know, there's a variant of concern. So they go on to confirm <laughs> that they're doing this work and not saying with whom. Naomi, Sorry. we're gonna put we're gonna put all this up for you real quickly. How do people get to Daily Cloud on your site? We got to bounce to New Hampshire. How do people get there? Please go to dailycloud.io. You can download the PDF there of the the account of the most shocking crime in human history. Um, absolutely life saving documents, uh, completely uh, due to the War Room and the War Room Posse, as well as the amazing Daily Cloud and these thirty five hundred incredible experts. Or you can even better go to Kindle. Um, on Amazon and order a Kindle ebook. And that's better because if we stay in the top 10 for just a few more days, unless they're deeply dishonest, which they have been in the past, um, legacy media will have to deal with the fact that this is a, a, an official bestseller and, uh, and it'll be easier to hold the criminals accountable. Um, but, but it's very Naomi, important. Naomi, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Great work. Look forward to seeing you early next week. Thank you so much, Steve. Thanks for everything. Thank you. Thank you. Let's let's go back to Heather Mullins live in New Hampshire. Heather, can you give us a best guess right now when the start time of the speech is actually going to be? Uh, you know, it's hard to say. President Trump is really on his own schedule uh, more often than not. But uh, 
It, uh, some of the agenda items got pushed forward to accommodate. So hopefully, I want to say maybe 1230-ish. Um, I'm not exactly sure how late he's going to be. But, you know, one thing I will say, Steve, is there's a lot of people in this room right now, and all of these people in this room can actually vote for party leadership. And there's a lot of them that keep coming up to me saying, Woohoo, go war room or tell Steve Bannon we said hi. This gives me so much hope because if everybody watching your show, which there are millions and millions across this country, if we pack rooms like this on a local and state level with Bannon's posse members, we're going to take back this country, no doubt. Heather, you hang on. We're going to toss the way down on route, but Heather the Mullins is on the scene and Real America's Voice is going to cut back to her. When President Trump's in the house, Wayne Allen Root, next on Real America's Voice. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. Dot com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroom Health, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. 